Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to discuss and list how many have I got? 14 different steps to fix the DCEU, of course, the DC Extended Universe, or whatever we're calling it these days. I'm your host, Matthew. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've mentioned a few times, I thought, you know, I've mentioned a few times on different episodes, on different shows, about how, hey, Warner Brothers is doing this thing with DC and it sucks, or, you know, hey, DC doesn't have this or that or whatever, and they've kind of messed up their universe and etc, etc. But today we're not here to go through the negative things, today we're here to look at the problems... And have a look at 14 different steps and say, hey, this is what you can do to solve this thing um, and make it uh, make 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 the make the DCEU better, make make DC films uh, better. Um, so this isn't going to be another one of my DC talk episodes because I'm not really talking about any news specifically or sort of discussion topics. Oh, well, I suppose it is a discussion topic, but anyway, um, but. Uh, yeah, because, you know, it's been nine years since the DCEU started with Man of Steel back in 2013. It's now 2022. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild that it's been nine going on ten years already. Um, and to me, it feels like the DCEU never really quite k- kicked on. You know, it was getting there. And then some things started happening. And then it just has sort of... Bit, bit, been doing what it's been doing. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, anyway, let's just go through these 14 steps and talk about what you can do to fix the DCEU, in my opinion. And I just want to say, before I get into these steps, if there's anybody kind of saying like, hey, all you've got to do is scrap it and reboot it and restart it, these steps kind of contribute half and half to that idea. Sort of, because some things need to be rebooted within it anyway, and some some things you can keep, I think. I don't think the DCEU is in a situation where it's like, hey, just scrap everything and start, like, everything and start again. There are parts of it that you can salvage, just not enough parts of it, so the other parts are one, the ones that need fixing. Um, These are in a somewhat particular order, some of them are a little bit... Uh, scattered and whatnot. I did deliberately leave the last spot, the last um, step until the end. Uh, but anyway, let's just go through this. Um, number one, fire anyone else responsible for the downfall of the DCEU. So we've already had Anne uh, Sarnoff, I think her name was. She was well, she'd exited Warner Brothers. I don't mean it. I don't know if that was resignation or she was fired or end of contract, no renewal. I'm not exactly sure on the particular details within that. But she, again, was the person who, three days or so after the release of the Snyder Cut, gave an interview and she was asked two particular questions. One of which was, are you going to continue continue the Snyderverse, given the fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League came out three days before? She said no. And then they said to her... Um, are you going to um, continue the air cut or release the air cut? And she said no. So she's already gone. Um, I don't know the name of every single executive at Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers Discovery. But you could probably argue for getting rid of Walter Hamada, whose contract runs out next year. We covered that on the last episode of DC Talk. Uh, which was the... No, sorry, not last one, the one before that. Because the last one was the Ezra Miller stuff. 
The one before that was the Warner Brothers Discovery uh, merger. Um, but get rid of him. And it, it, basically anybody else. There, there, there's been... Uh, Ray Fisher has kind of hinted that, like, hey, everybody responsible for the Justice League investigation is still kind of there. So... If there are other people whose names I do not know that are problematic and contributed towards the Justice League problem and the downfall of the DCEU, uh, you should probably get rid of them and replace them. That's my first suggestion because, as I've said about things like Man United and things like DC, um, it's not the name of the thing that's the problem. It's the people that are running the thing that are the problem. You know, there's nothing wrong with DC as a brand. You've got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, all these fantastic characters. It's the people that you put in charge of managing those characters who are the problems. Um, could be directors, writers, etc, etc. Um, so anybody that's causing those problems, they got to go. That, so that, that's step number one. Uh, so that that's the only kind of like outside of films thing I've got written down, which is just sort your company out in terms of who is there basically and obviously David Zasloff uh, is there now and he can hopefully fix some of those things some of the situations um, step number two make a Superman film can we please just have a Superman film now you might think you might think you might be saying you've got the Michael B. Jordan project you've got the black Superman project as well, the Black Kal-El uh, Clark Kent, which was announced a bit ago, a while ago. Um, those are two Superman films. Now, as much as the majority of people that I'd seen given opinions on the Black Kal-El Clark Kent film said that it was a bad idea, I saw a whole mixture of people give that opinion, and I, I, I agree with that, not specifically because it's that person is a black version of that character but because you already have somebody who's very capable of playing that character in Henry Cavill so why are you looking for somebody else to do it whether they're white black whatever you want why are you looking for somebody else to do that role when you've already got somebody who's who's wanting to come back to do that and you want to do something else with that character now the Calvin Ellis thing I think it's a Michael B. Jordan project. Not with him starring as Calvin Ellis, as far as we understand. But he's an executive producer or something on that film. Which is supposed to be a HBO Max film. Keep that. That's fine. That's a different character. It's a different version of Superman. Um, with a, a bit of a, from what I understand, a bit of a different backstory. But we all know what I'm talking about. Just make a Superman film. And... Uh, so I've written here, preferably with Henry Cavill returning, the film should be a sequel to Man of Steel and continue the same canon, which is Snyderverse canon. Now, whether you can or you cannot get Henry Cavill back for whatever particular reason, he is currently busy with a couple of things. He's got, like, The Witcher and some other things going on. Uh, he's been rumoured to be playing James Bond. I think that would be quite cool. Um, it's good that Henry's busy, you know, you want him to be working because he's a very talented actor. He's got Geralt of Rivia in the Netflix show The Witcher. But I think the majority of people would really like him back as Superman, myself included. I'm not the biggest Superman fan, per se, but I very much enjoyed his version of Superman. Um, but aside from the Henry Cavill, will he, won't he come back, just make a Superman film. Just do it. Um, and if you do have to do a recasting, if Henry isn't available for whatever reason, just put somebody else in the role. 
Um, and just make a Superman film. Because those, I'd say the more, I'm not a diehard Man of Steel fan or a diehard Superman fan. But there are fans out there who are diehard Superman fans and they are diehard, you know, Henry Cavill as Superman fans and Man of Steel fans. They've been waiting a long time. You know, nine years is a long time. Um, and I would like those people to be, you know, to be happy and have the Superman film that they've been asking for for almost ten years. And although I wouldn't like it on the same highs as, as, as those fans, I would still very much like to see that film. If it's possible. So whether you can or cannot get Henry Cavill back. Just make a Superman film. Because in terms of your trinity. We've recently had a Wonder Woman film. We've recently had a Batman film. But we haven't seen Superman for a while. We haven't seen Superman for a while. Um, I know we saw him last year in the Snyder Cut. But that was a different thing. And the time we saw him before that was in Justice League. Where his lip was CG covered. (laughs) Whatever. The time we saw him before that was in 2016 uh the time we saw him before that was 2013 so it's been it's been too long it's been a long time since a proper solo superman film and you're talking about superman superman is one of the biggest characters in the world as as well as wonder woman and batman just make a superman film please and even if you make one and it's bad, at least you'll try to make one. Instead of just... It's so... What I can't fathom is... Okay, sure, you might have the worry of... Okay, we make a Superman film and it's bad. People don't like it. But I'd rather you take the character off the shelf and do something with him... As opposed to just leaving him on the shelf. So even if you take him off the shelf... And make a film and it's bad... At least you've tried. At least you've tried. You're not trying anything with the character really at the moment. On the big screen obviously. Yes he's got his own lead TV show. But Superman should be on the big screen. Because he's Superman. Um, I would argue this Calvin, the Calvin Ellis one. Which I, I would argue is the more likely one to happen. Out of the two of them. I think that should be a big screen film. It's still Superman. You know. So there you go. So that's point number two. Uh, that one's a most obvious one. But please just make a Superman film. Because I would like one. Um, There you go. Number three. Figure out what you're doing with Batman. You got literally. It's so. See that's where we immediately weirdly switch to this thing. Where it's like. Okay can we get any scraps of a Superman film. And then I switch over to a topic on Batman. Figure out what you're doing with Batman. You've literally got three people currently playing Batman. (laughs) So you've got an opposite problem, right? Where you've got too many super, too many Batmen, and it's like one of them's kind of middle-aged, one of them's a younger version, and one of them's an older version, which is actually quite a good thing because it gives you options. Um, but you've got the opposite problem with Batman, which is you've ended up with three people playing him. Uh, can you decide which one you're going to use for the future? Now, it's probably not Ben Affleck. And when I'm talking future, I mean the, ne- the next 10 years of DC films. And as much as... Because we'll get onto Michael Keaton in a minute. As much as Michael Keaton could have a role in the DCEU, I don't think he's going to be the regular Batman for 10 years. Um, I think he's probably going to be much more of a Bruce Wayne mentor kind of thing. Again, we'll see how all that plans out. But figure out what you figure out who long term is playing Batman. Now, that's probably Robert Pattinson. 
Obviously, because he's got probably two more films coming out for Batman. Probably a, a sequel and then a, a last one for the trilogy. So he's just had the first film come out. But those, that's in a disconnected Matt Reeves thing. Could you use him after that? And connect him to DCEU? Now, I'm not saying... I'm not saying take one of the three films and suddenly start throwing in references to the DCEU. What I'm suggesting is you do the three films. If you want to do them as their own solo thing, which they're probably going to be, do that. But there's nothing stopping you, after you've finished those films, to just simply pick Robert Pattinson, pick his same version of Batman that's then grown for three films, and use him in your universe there's no reason you can't pick the same actor and just do that again. Um, you could even get to a situation where... Uh, we'll talk about Ben Affleck in a minute as well. You do whatever you're going to do with Ben Affleck. You do whatever you're going to do this mentor-ish role thing with um, Michael Keaton. Maybe Robert has three DC films as Batman. Or three Batman films as you know, as Batman. And then that's it. So you might end up getting a fourth guy coming in where it's like, hey, Ben's kind of out, Robert did his trilogy, Michael's around doing whatever he's doing. So maybe you pick another new actor for for Batman um, and you use him uh, long term. Obviously, I'm th- speaking hypothetically because that person has not been cast yet. And you're probably going to take at least a few more years to get through the other two Batman the Batman films. But once you've figured all that out, just figure out who's playing Batman in the DCEU. Because you can't have an ongoing universe and not have a proper Batman. And in my opinion, in terms of who should be the like the guy who's suiting up and kicking ass as Batman, I don't think that could or should be Michael Keaton's Batman. I think he really fits the older retired version better literally he fits the batman beyond version better so i don't think you should do that with michael keaton he might want to do it and that's that's great um but can you get 10 years out of michael keaton doing that version of batman or are you better off doing a batman beyond version with michael keaton for 10 years because i think it's the latter that that you're going to do that's going to be more likely. So yeah, maybe you finish with Robert. He's done with Batman. Ben Affleck's done after the Flash or what, whatever's going on there. Um, and maybe you just cast another new person to play Batman. I don't know. So we shall see. Uh, but yeah, number three, figure out what's going on with Batman because it's uh, it. You've got you've got two problems with Batman and Superman. One of which is like. You can't, for some reason, get the guy back to play Superman who played him. But you've got these two other films, which may or may not still even happen. So, like, you either got to find a new Superman or get the guy who used to do it. And then with Batman, it's like, we've got so many people playing him. Which one are we going to pick? So, yeah, you've got the opposite problem with both of them. But, yeah, figure out what you're doing with Batman. It's a very important character, obviously. Number four. Hopefully make a good Wonder Woman 3. If Patty's writing doesn't work out, hand the reins to somebody else for Wonder Woman's future. Uh, this is an interesting one. Because obviously you do have um, Patty Jenkins' era of Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, uh, and Chris Pine, I suppose, uh, <laughs> uh, doing the uh, what's going to be the Wonder Woman trilogy. First film, great. Second film, 
don't really want to talk about it much anymore because uh, it was very very bad if you liked it if you enjoyed it i'm very happy for you i'm i hope i, I wished i enjoyed it more but i really didn't if you enjoyed wonder woman 84 i'm glad that you had a better time with it than i did um but the majority of people didn't like wonder woman 84 which was the second one of course so i mean if because i think patty is supposed to be writing this film this thir- third film and she's supposed to be directing it if it comes out and it's bad there's nothing you can do about that but, um, yeah, I think Wonder Woman as a character in DCEU will be fine. I don't know the situation with Gal Gadot's contract. Like, how long she's contracted for or how many films she's contracted to play Wonder Woman for. Because, and this gets into the whole reboot discussion. Because you could, you could reboot Superman and Batman, right? You, I mean, you kind of just have rebooted Batman. For DCEU, you, you could reboot Batman and Superman. That's a viable option. As I said with Batman, you could just get a new DCEU guy to play him. If if Robert's going to be done after three films. And Superman, if you can't get Henry back, rebooting him is a viable, viable option. As Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is still active. And she is supposed to be the DCEU's version of Wonder Woman. I think she's something, someone you've got to keep hold of. Because she's very, very, very good as Wonder Woman. And the script just let her down with 84. So, and this is where I get into like, yeah, you can reboot certain things. But there's certain things you should keep, definitely. And, I mean, you can move on from Patty Jenkins if you want to after the third one. You probably will anyway, because that will probably be Patty's uh, Wonder Woman trilogy. Um, So this is a bit more like an obvious one of the steps. But, yeah. Because obviously I'm talking about like what do you do with Wonder Woman, right? D- forget Patty if she doesn't do a good third film. If she does, if she like brings it back, then maybe you keep her around for future films, or she can work on something else within DC. I don't know. But you got to try and keep Gal Gadot, I think, and that will be her one, two, three, four, five, sixth appearance as Wonder Woman because you'd have BVS. I'd have BVS. Justice League, as much as people don't really count Justice League, she was in that film and she did appear as Wonder Woman. So BVS, Justice League, Snyder Cut, Wonder Woman 1, 2, and then 3. So 6 appearances as uh, as Wonder Woman. It's quite a few. One of them you can kind of pretend didn't exist with 2017's Justice League. But, uh, yeah, I, I just wonder how long she's got left as, as that character. If she still wants to play the character... Brilliant. That's she is one of the assets I think that you should keep, certainly. Um, so there you go. Uh number five. Once your trinity of characters are settled, so once you've figured out what you're doing with Batman, figured out what you do with Superman, keep Galgado's Wonder Woman around. Once you've figured all that out, obviously you've got the two characters to figure out as opposed to Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman's fine right now. Um, once you figure out what you're doing or who is playing Batman and Superman for the future and you get those, whoever those two people are going to be, you get them on long-term contracts and whatnot. Uh, yeah, once you've done that, do a team-up film with the three of them. Um, and as much as people didn't like certain plot points of BVS, one of the strengths of that film is the team-up between the three of them. Because one of the, in my opinion, one of the best moments in any comic book film is Wonder Woman's full entrance. 
Um, and uh, you know she deflects Doomsday's blast thing. Wonder Woman theme kicks in. She jumps forward, starts attacking. It's a fantastic scene. If you can get some of those types of moments in another team-up film, you can pick whoever you want as the villains. I, you know, didn't need to think about that that spot, but um, yeah, once you've settled that, and you can do it as a little bit of a build-up to the future of other films as well. A bit like how, because BVS was a setup for Justice League with the whole Lex Luthor thing and Death and Deathstroke thing. Um, yeah, once you've once you've once you've settled those three characters and we know who's playing the three of them long term. Do a team up film with the three of them. I think that sounds uh, pretty good. You call it whatever you want, I, I suppose. Um, but if you just take, if basically if you take what worked from BVS, you don't have to have Zack Snyder direct it, but it could be pre- a, a preferable option. And then do a team up film with the three of them. I think definitely. Um, speaking of villains, uh, I didn't mean I didn't deliberately put this here. Number six, recast Lex Luthor and the Joker with completely new actors forget is it jesse eisenberg forget him forget joaquin phoenix let him have his joker film forget barry cogan he's doing whatever he's doing with uh the uh, the batman films however much he's going to be used over there um forget all them forget all them people uh if you're looking for like because this is essentially me well not really pitching talking about how you do a soft reboot for dceu because i'm saying keep certain things but refresh or change other things, right? So soft reboot. Um, I'd certainly get rid of Jared Leto. My God. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I just yeah. Anyway, um, it's interesting that he's been he's done two very good, very bad performances <laughs> with uh, Joker and Morbius in comic book films. Let's let's just keep Jared away from Marvel and DC, shall we? I think that's a it's a good option. Um, but yeah. Completely recast Lex Luthor. Uh, I was going to suggest the guy that played him in Supergirl, but if I'm saying go away from everything, because he was a really good Supergirl, actually, uh, really good uh, Lex Luthor. Can't remember the guy's name right now. Uh, he's from Two and a Half Men. He played uh, Lex Luthor on the Supergirl show. Um, he is a good option. I'll leave it there. Um, obviously, he's in the TV stuff and not in the films, and Supergirl has ended anyway. So you could possibly use him. But outside of the option of him, just just choose two completely completely different actors, um, completely new people. I think that's those are very important villains. I would argue Joker's more important than Lex Luthor, um, although Lex Luthor's not really been used properly in in films, has he? Let's be honest. Um, yeah, f- find some new actors to play play those two very very big roles, and obviously you can use them in the future of. Um, of uh, Batman and Superman films. And as much as people want to say like. Oh getting sick of Joker. You know. Batman Joker fighting all the time. You've got to have an ongoing Joker. In your DCEU. How how much you use him. And where you use him. Is a different option. Um, But yeah. Two new actors for both those roles. Hi there. And thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about. Our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link 
in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, number seven. Getting into a bit more behind-the-scenes stuff uh, that I mentioned earlier. Not in terms of executives, but um, sort out the situations with both Ezra Miller and Amber Heard. Digitally replace them in The Flash and Aquaman 2. Then recast them, but announce the recasting sooner rather than later. Uh, so when I did the podcast, the last DC Talk episode that I did, and I talked about the situation ongoing with Ezra Miller and how they had gotten arrested a bunch of times recently for a bunch of things. And there's the discussion at the moment of like, okay, The Flash has been shot, it's been filmed, it's not been completely put together, we won't see it for over a year yet. Um, but you're going to have a problem with the fact that Ezra is playing the lead character and they are going to be on posters, trailers. What do you do about PR? What do you do about interviews? Things like that. Because with what Ezra's been up to recently, you can't really have Ezra front and centre with this film like you're going to need to like when you when we were building up to the Batman and you've got Zoe Kravitz interviews you've got Robert Pattinson interviews you've got Jeffrey Wright interviews you know your main characters obviously Robert Pattinson as Batman is the main one but very front and centre you know a couple of weeks leading up to the film lots and lots and lots of questions behind the scenes the discussions and stuff I don't think you can really get away with like, oh, let's just casually interview Ezra Miller about about The Flash, you know, Entertainment Weekly or whoever it's going to be, um, Esquire or, or all these other different like publications. Or um, when they're doing the uh, red carpet premiere and that type of stuff and Ezra walks past and an interviewer stops them and says, hey, Ezra, are you excited, etc., et you know, whatever questions they would ask. To have someone who's been in trouble the way that they have, um, yeah, that's that's a massive problem. And this is outside of like, hey, what are you doing with Batman stuff? This is more like, you know, two people have done some bad stuff. Because um, you could everything I've just said, you can apply the same stuff to uh, 
Amber Heard. Obviously, all that court case, court case is still ongoing, but from what I've read and heard and understood, it's not looking good for Amber Heard. Obviously, it's um, her against Johnny Depp for, for that case. Um, Johnny Depp, by the way, that they recast, what, in like a week? <laughs> like, hey, Johnny's been accused of this. Oh, week later, Mad Mickelson's in the role. Jeez, that was quick, wasn't it? That was very, very quick. It was... I don't know if it was a week, if I'm exaggerating, but it was probably less than a month. And it was like, hey, you know, can you have this maybe problematic person um, in the role? And it's like, Mads Mikkelsen's in. It's like, jeez, that was fast. Um, and that that film's obviously out now, isn't it? Fantastic Beasts. Um, doesn't that, that has Ezra in it, doesn't it, that film? Uh, but anyway, you got to sort out those situations. Both of them need to be recast. But uh, you've got the same problem with both films. Uh, I don't know exactly which stage both films are at. Because obviously I'm not making them. I'm not on the set. I'm not in the editing room. But I think both films have been shot. Uh, I believe Aquaman is due out in March. And The Flash is due out in June but of next year. Uh, they've probably both been shot. Um, you've probably got to put obviously a bunch of editing and whatnot. Obviously you've got Jason Momoa as the main star of Aquaman. But Amber Heard is playing Mira. Um, so, yeah. My suggestion is do the digital Mandalorian style thing. I talked about that on the Ezra Miller episode. But that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's more of a problem with The Flash. Because with Aquaman, you can just be like, hey, just get Jason on everything. Just get Jason on like all the interviews, all the PR, all the red carpet. Just get Jason, 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 right? You don't really need to have... Amber Heard there. But The Flash is being played by Ezra Miller. And there's two of them in the film. Seemingly. It's a problem. It's a big problem. Uh, but anyway, so out of that situation, that is number seven. Number eight. This is a really tricky one. I don't know how Warder Brothers are going to handle this. Or my suggestion of this. And I, So I've put in brackets, maybe. This is the only kind of like maybe thing. Maybe, depending on the Ray Fisher situation, make a solo cyborg film fleshing out the character's potential that we saw in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah, before Justice, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, I didn't care about Cyborg. When we saw 2017's version of Justice League, I still didn't care about Cyborg. But then we saw 2021's version of Justice League, directed by Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut. I really cared and really liked Um really cared about and really liked Cyborg. I thought Ray Fisher did a phenomenal job. Um, Cyborg was very much the heart of that film. And I would absolutely love to see Ray Fisher come back as Cyborg. Um, you can obviously bring Cyborg back and recast him. But I really think Ray Fisher did a really, really good job with that role. And I'd love to see him come back. You've obviously got the problem. Which is him and Warner Brothers having their fallout. Now, there's two ways you could resolve this situation. Either you have a you have a cyborg film which is directed by Zack Snyder, or he's an executive producer, and he, because obviously he's all good with Zack Snyder himself, Zack uses that to convince Ray to come back and says, hey, you can work with me, you know, instead of, you know, Joss Whedon. Um, like, hey, you can come work back with me, might not be a director specifically, but Zach will be there on the film. The other interesting thing is obviously with this Discovery Warner Brothers merger, the people that cause the problems towards both Ray and the entirety of the Justice League film and whatever happened, 
now that you've got David Zasloff there, if you get rid of all those problematic people, which is what I explained in the first step, could you potentially say to Ray Fisher, hey, we resolved all this situation, we've got different people here now, different leader, different executives, obviously Joss Whedon won't be anywhere near the set of this. Um, Zach might not specifically be involved, but like, hey, it's basically a different company. Because, again, as I as I said, Warner Brothers is just a name. Warner Brothers is not the person. Warner Brothers is the name of the studio. But it's got people with different names in charge, such as David Zaslov. Um, and if you say, like, hey, we got rid of Walter Hamada and all these other... Whoever all the problematic people are. And kind of try to convince Ray in a way of saying, hey, this is kind of a new company. People loved you as Cyborg. You loved playing Cyborg, clearly. Do you want to come back to do this? I think that's the only way you can convince him. Because there's no way that if you don't get rid of all the problematic people. And you say to Ray. Hey do you want to come back do a cyborg film. And he says hey but so and so and so and so is still at this company. I'm not coming back. Then it ain't going to work. Um, so that is. I just think that Ray as cyborg is such a key element. Um, again, such as is uh, Gal Gadot, obviously, with Wonder Woman, but she's still, obviously, continuing. Um, so there's maybe a few different options of ways you can convince Raid to come back for that. Uh, but take take your pick of how you, how you resolve that situation. And granted, yes, you could quite simply just say, hey, here's a new person playing Cyborg, here's a Cyborg solo film, but I just specifically would really love to see Ray back in that role and not somebody else there's somebody else whoever the person would be might be great but they're not ray fisher so that's what i would love to do but that's a maybe situation i personally i don't see that happening but um that's one of the steps that you could take to fix again kind of part of your justice league speaking of convincing uh step nine is try to convince ben affleck to come back for one off for a one-off logan slash joker style film with joe returning as deathstroke uh, I think I mentioned this in an episode before. When it, it was the episode where I did my Batman predictions as to what you could do with the three actors. Um, obviously, you got Michael, Roberts, and Ben, who are currently playing Batman. So Ben did agree to come back for the Flash. We don't know in what capacity. If it's a ten-second cameo, if there's more scenes, uh, it looks like Michael's Batman's probably going to be more in that film because obviously he's going to be in like Batgirl and stuff. But, um, yeah, if you can just say, like, we're all gutted, and, uh, I mean, when I say things, things like what they could say, I'm not pitching the exact phone call or the exact email, just a rough guess as to how you, what you could say to this person, and say, like, you know, uh, and this will probably have to happen after the flash, maybe, but what about if, like, People, because I mean, people watched Zack Snyder's Justice League and were like, "Oh, this is still the best." And I think Ben is the best Batman. Uh, myself, uh, obviously, you've got a few differences. You've got like, you know, um, Kevin Conroy who voices Batman, so it is a different type of role. Kevin's still fantastic as Batman, but he's the animated version, which is different. Obviously, the voice acting is different to the physical acting. Um, but people really loved his Batman still when he when he was in the the Snyder Cut. I wonder if you could just say, can you just do one film? Just a one-off film. Give us that Deathstroke that's been teased to us over and over again. Uh, the action-focused Deathstroke film with Joe returning, same actor. 
Because um, currently, canon-wise, Joe is still playing Deathstroke. Because he was in Snyder Cut. Uh, and he hasn't like exited that role at all. So I think you could probably get Joe back to do that. Um, who it would be directed by, I, I don't know. Um, again, you wouldn't want to say to Ben, like, hey, can you write, direct, act, and you know, do all this kind of stuff. Just like, hey, can you can you come back for this like one-off Batman film? Because uh, I wouldn't expect like a trilogy out of Ben Affleck, but just a one-off. You can do it as an Elseworlds thing if you want. Um, one-off film to just to kind of say goodbye because I don't think because it feels like the Flash is supposed to be Ben's goodbye film. I don't feel like that's going to give a satisfying goodbye to Ben's Batman. And if we're sitting there watching The Flash and we see Ben say goodbye or his Batman gets killed off, whatever. we w- I think we would still kind of look and be like, mm, but it's not that ba- it's not that Batman film, is it? Um, it's not quite the same goodbye that you could have had. And what's really irritating, and it continues to irritate me, out of every single Batman you've had, every single one of them, Ben's the only one that hasn't had a solo film. He's been in two Justice League films. And he's been in BVS. And he's going to be in The Flash. But he's not had his own solo Batman film. And I don't know about anybody else. But that really irritates me. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Again that's more of like. Can you convince this person to do this? Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I'll have to see on those two points. Number 10. Uh, switching gears completely. Do a Gotham City Sirens film. With Leslie's Batgirl. Margot's Harley, and I couldn't remember the name of the actress, but the same actress that played Huntress in Birds of Prey. And I say this with the most respect to Birds of Prey, because I did really, really, really enjoy that film. Uh, to me, it's still the second best film in the in the DCEU, behind Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, Again, with like soft reboot stuff, I think you've got to try and keep Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. She's really, really nailed that role. She's really, really great, and Outside of a potential Suicide Squad 2. I don't know where we know that she's going to appear next. Because. um, Yeah. I don't know if she's booked for any other films. Um, Obviously I don't care for her to be on screen with Jared Leto's Joker. You'd have to make a new one. Like I said. And I don't really think that if you did do Barry Cogan's Superman Barry Cogan's Superman. Barry Cogan's Joker, sorry. Um, yeah, if you got Barry Cogan's Joker, he wouldn't really fit with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Maybe he could, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see that at the moment. Um, I think you just need, like, again, like I said, new actor for Joker, but yeah. Uh, you're going to have a Batgirl film coming out. I'm very much looking forward to that Batgirl film. Um, you still going to be able to probably convince the same actress who played Huntress and Margot Robbie's Harley is still canon DCEU Harley Quinn so you could still probably get her back to do that she just did obviously fairly recently the Suicide Squad film um but yeah that's probably that's quite a likely thing to happen I want to say this film um actually what I'll do once I do once I read out all these 14 um uh, points. I'm going to go through and just quickly say most likely, least likely, whatever. Or likely or not likely, or whatever. I think this one is quite likely, though. Um, I don't Because I don't see why you couldn't do this. And again, we're trying to make a new Warner Brothers with David Zaslav and everything else that's going on. So, 
Um, Because I've called, obviously, Warner Brothers incompetent quite a few times, because I think that they are. But if you get new people in charge who can make competent or good decisions, then you don't have incompetent Warner Brothers anymore. So I think the incompetent Warner Brothers that doesn't know what they're doing don't make this film. But you get in changes in leadership and whatnot. Whether or not these new people will actually be successful, I don't know. But let's give them the chance, uh, because they just got here. Um... But I think that's likely a likely film to happen. Um, there's no reason you can't do it either, really. Like, why can't why can't you do that film? I mean, I've been saying why can't you get Henry Backer's Superman? But in terms of people who have been active, Batgirl films coming out, Suicide Squad just came out, Birds of Prey was relatively recently. Um, why couldn't you get those three people back to do that film? Um, yeah, there you go. That would be good. Number eleven. Uh, and this is quite obvious, but it needs to be kind of put in here. Use Flashpoint to indicate a soft reboot, which again is what I'm pitching, to implement these steps. There's not too much that needs to be said here. Um, but most of these things I've said probably wouldn't happen anyway until after The Flash comes out. Because you've only got, like, is it two films? I think you've got Shazam. No, three films. Shazam, Batgirl, Aquaman... Uh, two, and then wait. When's Black Adam due to be? Black Black Adam, Shazam, uh, Batgirl, then Aquaman two, and then the Flash film. Assuming that the schedule works out the way it's supposed to, <laughs> which we'll see. Uh, but most of the steps I've mentioned so far, apart from the Amber Heard, Ezra Miller stuff, um, you, none of those points would really be affected before The Flash, because none of those films would really be involved with that, so, yeah. Number 11, uh, speaking of Shazam and Black Adam, in Shazam or Black Adam, now there's, there's a point where you could do a version of this that I disagree with, but this version that I'm point pitching is obviously a version that I think would be better. In Shazam or Black Adam, take your pick, uh, give hints to Superman coming back again this is assuming that you figured out who is playing superman so in shazam or black adam give hints to superman coming back but uh yeah give hints to superman coming back don't have uh superman appear but announce a new superman film before both of these films come out now that's probably not going to happen uh yeah, because I've been saying for a while, and I will still stick to this opinion, no matter what happens in the leadership or announcements, if Henry, ca- if not Henry, if Superman's return, Henry or not, if Superman's return to the big screen is a cameo in Shazam or Black Adam, apparently more likely in Black Adam, but we'll see, if that happens in one of those two films, I, st- I still stand by this, I think if the if Superman appears as a cameo in that film... So let's say Black Adam. I think that's an insult to Superman. Because then you're basically saying. Superman no you don't get a film. But you can be a cameo in Black Adam. Who most people probably haven't heard of. Um, That's not to insult the character of Black Adam. Or Dwayne Doral Johnson. But most people probably don't know who Black Adam is. Some people probably don't know there's a Black Adam film in development. Or it's, it's nearly out. But just to me, if you are to be like, hey, Black Adam gets his own solo film, but Superman, you don't get yours. Superman, you get to be a cameo in this film. That's a bit insulting to the character. Like, Superman's a massive character. 
Um, so if you were to give hints that Superman is coming back, but don't show him, and what I mean by hints and don't show him, you you can't, you can never, <clears throat> you can never ever again do what you did in Peacemaker. I don't want to ever see that happen again, where Superman is in the scene, but he's covered by a shadow. Now there's a difference between that and having Superman come out of a shadow and re-emerge. I think that's actually quite. I think that's what they should have done in that Peacemaker scene. But it was simply, hey, Superman's kind of here, but he's covered by a shadow. That's literally insulting to Superman. You can't even make it into a Peacemaker show. And the fact that you gave Peacemaker a show before you made a new Superman film is even more bizarre. But again, old Warner Brothers. Hopefully old Warner Brothers. Um, So don't do that. Don't ever do that again. But, um, yeah. So what I mean by hints of him, I don't want to see some sort of scene where, like, Black Adam hears something, he turns around... And you see Superman in the shadow. No. No. Um, the the only exception I'd give to Superman appearing in this film. Is if you had. I mean I guess you could do it as a post credit scene. If you had like again Black Adam hear something. Or you hear somebody say something. Black Adam turns around. And Superman emerges from the shadow. So he's back. But that's still interferes with what I said before which is you're giving Superman a cameo in a Black Adam film so just give a hint to the fact that he's back have somebody say like um the Man of Steel is back or something like that um but what you could do to reassure your audience that you're not messing about with Superman announce a film with the actor Henry or someone else announce the film before that because then what you do to your audience is the same thing that Marvel do is where you have a film that you know that is on the way you know Superman is coming back in his own film again I would suggest a Man of Steel 2 continued canon sequel you do that and then when you get to the end of Black Adam and someone and he says like are you ready to face the Man of Steel or the Man of Steel is coming back or something to do with the red cape you could then get a look from Black Adam. The film can end. But you know that Superman is coming back. Because it would have already been announced. So instead of you being left on a, on a cliffhanger of like. Oh they talked about Superman and he's coming back. But nothing's been said. Announce it beforehand. Announce it beforehand. Um, and then you can have him. Because yeah if, if you do that right. And then you do a Superman film. Superman's back. Henry or someone else. Superman is back. His own solo film. Then you can have either a Man of Steel 3. Or you can have a Black Adam 2. Then you can have them fight each other. I think that's a pretty good idea. But um, let's just try to avoid insulting Superman any further shall we. Because he's already had like a. um, Below the head shot scene in Shazam. You covered him with a shadow. In Peacemaker. Which is to me even more insulting. Um, and yeah. Oh and by the way. I, I'm not going to mention it here. Just in case some of you consider it a spoiler. I have read the. Well it depends It depends what you want to believe from leaks. Any Anybody can write any old thing on the internet. And call it a leak. I have read about. What they are in te- intending to possibly do. Again very like rumory Sort of leaks rumours. In quotation marks. Um, with what they intend to possibly do with Superman in the Flash. If they do that. If they do what is being rumoured. 
you're just insulting Superman more and more and more. So let's not do that either, shall we? Um, for those of you that have read the leaks, you probably know what I'm talking about. I hope that that's not true. Because, God, it would be so annoying. Um, but actually, I heard about two different things that might be happening with Superman. They're both crap, though. Um, they're both quite insulting. Um, one is more one is more of a direct insult towards Henry. And one is just a straight up, like, just what are you doing kind of thing. So, yeah. Let, let's try to not do either of those two things in a flash. Because, my God. Uh, stop insulting Superman. It's Superman. Don't insult any of your characters, but why are you picking on Superman? <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, let's see how that goes. Um, but Shazam's supposed to be, like, involved in all this. I know I know it would apparently fit more in the Black Adam stuff, but Shazam is supposed to be involved in that. And hey, have Shazam fight Black Adam in one of their sequels as well. Whether it be Shazam 3 or Black Adam 2 or Man of Steel 2, one of them fights in that. Sure, have them all fight each other or whatever. Um, sounds good. Sounds good to me. Alright, uh, number 13, we're almost finished here. Uh, do a Batman Beyond film with Michael Keaton and Terry McGuinness. Announce this film before the Batgirl film comes out, and I've hints to this happening in the film. There's a bit of a problem with with, with doing this, which I have to explain in, in a second. Actually, I'll, I'll just explain it now. So, in the Flash, the upcoming Flash film, that is supposed to be a multi not multiverse they're not doing what they're doing with Matt like with multiverse of madness that is supposed to be a soft reboot let's bring Michael Keaton back uh do whatever we're doing with Ben introduce Sasha Kali Supergirl etc etc so that's supposed to be Michael Keaton's return Michael Keaton's obviously been off screen for a while as Batman so you got to give him, you got to pay respect to Michael Keaton and to Batman and that version of Batman by giving him a good return. Well, a great return, hopefully. So how this looks like it was supposed to work is he gets reintroduced in The Flash. Remember, he doesn't know who The Flash is because in his films, Flash wasn't in those films. He wouldn't know who Supergirl is either. Because Supergirl wasn't in those films. Um, and he would... I don't know what his response is going to be to seeing another Batman. If he interacts with Ben Affleck's Batman. Which would be cool if they did. But I don't know if they're going to. So he doesn't know who any of those characters are. He also doesn't know who Batgirl is. So you bring him in. And then you make his return. You do whatever you can do in The Flash. And then he continues... Gets in touch with Batgirl or finds out about Batgirl in the Batgirl film. Goes and gives her like a... You know, goes and does the mentor role over with Batgirl. But... That was supposed to be November and December of this year. As we have heard at the moment... Batgirl is still due out to be out in December. But The Flash is out June next year. So you've actually switched those two films around... Because the Flash was going to come out, come out first, bringing the character back, and in the month after, you were going to have him established back in you know these films, and use him in the Batgirl film, which sounds good. Um, actually, th- that makes more sense than him giving like a mentor thing to the Flash or whatever he's going to be doing 
But you switch those around now. Now, unless you delay Batgirl to June, July. Well, I think it'll probably be July because I don't think that you'll want to have two DC films out in June. So unless you push back, unless either Flash changes again and comes out earlier, which wouldn't that be a change? <laughs> um, or you push Flash even further. Actually, no, you'd have to bring it backwards. You have to bring it backwards. You pull the Flash back, or keep it where it is, and you have Batgirl come out afterwards. But currently, Batgirl's coming out before the Flash. So his entrance, his return, make, won't make as much sense. Because whatever's been written for him to do in the Flash... We won't have seen it yet. Because that film won't have come out yet. So he's just going to kind of be there. In Batgirl. I mean I don't know what obviously his first scene is supposed to be in Batgirl or in The Flash. But I would assume in The Flash it's kind of like. Oh I'm back. What's going on? Figure it all out. Da, 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 da. And then he settles himself into this world. Meets the people that are there. And then goes off and finds Batgirl. You're not doing that anymore because unless you either pull flash backwards and push batgirl forwards so that batgirl still comes out after the flash do you get what i'm saying it doesn't make any sense at the moment um in terms of like michael's batman and how you're handling that character and i don't know what you'd do about that because you either figure out a way to get the flash out earlier which that film was supposed to come out four years ago which would have been a different film anyway. Or you do what I wouldn't like you to do. Which is push Batgirl to at least July. I don't know what you'd do about that. Because uh, the difference between. It's now end of April. Batgirl is out in December. And Flash is out next June. Not this June. Next June. If Flash was coming out tomorrow or before December. That would be fine. Um, so me, me, because I've wrote in here, obviously, say, you know, do a Batman Beyond film with Michael Keaton and Terry McGuinness, cast, like, whoever is Terry McGuinness, do that film, because, you know, why you, well, while we got Michael Keaton sticking around for now as Batman Bruce Wayne, you might as well do a live-action Batman Beyond film, because why would you not do that? Um, and then announce that film, Batman Beyond film, before... Batgirl comes out because how that would to me how that could work forget the flash for a second how that could work is you could see him doing his mentor thing with Batgirl and you could maybe think to yourself like how this is going to look with Terry McGuinness uh, again if you were to do that and then once you've seen Batgirl you've got Batgirl settled introduced uh, and then we can go oh wait can't wait to see like him doing this mentor stuff or being Batman but then having a live action Batman Beyond with Terry McGuinness. So it make and, and again if you have the knowledge. Or you know there's going to be a Batman Beyond film with Terry McGuinness. Before you sit down to watch Batgirl. I think that would work quite well. But again I don't know how you'd do that. When um, you haven't introduced him yet. <laughs> so. Uh, bit of a weird one. Yeah bit of a bit of a strange one. That that would be like if you did Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and then released One Division, or if you did I know Spider Man spot Spider Man spot uh, supposed to be part of that um, multiverse trilogy thing, um, yeah, but like that's that scene that we've seen in the trailer for Doctor Strange where he goes and meets Wanda and starts speaking to her about the multiverse. 
wouldn't make any sense if Doctor Strange came out before WandaVision. Again, it's just basic kind of, we're doing this film, this thing happens, and it carries on in this film. But if we release that film before that one, the other stuff won't have happened yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be like if, if you showed Anakin turning and then didn't explain why. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's different examples you could use. So, there you go. Uh, so that's point point number 13. But I am looking forward to this Batgirl film. And I am looking forward to seeing um, how all that plays out. So that's, I tell you what, that's that's my most anticipated DC film right now. Until obviously we get to see what else is announced. And even if they announce a Batman 2. I, I mean even if on my mind I say that you know Batman 2 is happening. I am still more excited for Batgirl. I am. So yeah. Uh, here's the last point. And here's the big one. Um, finally, once all this is settled, and again, I've not really mentioned, like, Green Arrow, Green Latin, Martian Manhunt, or all these other, you know, Blue Beetle, all these other characters. I'm talking about fixing things, not adding to what you've got. So you fix your Batman, your Superman, whatever, you, you know, Joker, Lex Luthor, you fix all these things. Sort out what you're doing with Wonder Woman, etc. So once you've done all that, once you're figuring out who's playing who, what's canon to what, who's back where, who's doing what, and what's going on. Once you figure all that out, finally, once your new DCEU is settled, make or announce uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 and 3. Again, announce the intention to do this as soon as possible. So how this could play out is, let's say tomorrow, which would be the 27th of April, or the next day or the day after, some point soon. If Warner Brothers simply just said, we are bringing back Zack Snyder to make... Justice League 2. So in the public eye, it's like, okay, it's announced, it's it's there, it's happening, right? Then, of course, the public will come out with, like, okay, who's playing Batman, who's playing Superman, what are you doing with Wonder Woman, what are you doing with Cyborg? Then, one, then you go through all those other steps. But what you could do, once you're going through those steps, obviously figure out the executives and get rid of the problematic people, once you've done all that, and you tell the public... You announce it and you say Zack's coming back. Justice League 2 and two and 3. So he can finish all of his 5 arc film. 5 film arc. As you're going through. Okay new Superman. That's settled. New Batman. That's settled. Figure out Wonder Woman. That's settled. Figure out Rage Fisher Cyborg. That's settled. New Joker. That's settled. Lex Luthor. That's settled. As you're going through all those steps. You know that a Justice League film is coming. I think that would be. Because instead of doing the other way around, which is you... Okay, sure, great, you fix Superman, Batman, etc, etc, you do all that stuff. Instead of wondering, okay, now that we are rebuilding our Justice League with active cast members, are we going to get a Justice League? Instead of thinking about it in that way around, you could do the other way around. Where you're thinking, okay, we know a Justice League 2 is happening with Zack's plan. You know, Darkseid, a cliffhanger, get that resolved. I think it was Ray Porter that did the did the voice and stuff. Get him back, obviously. He's not really out on the role anyway. So, get him back. Announce that you have the intention to do it. And then start fixing DCEU. So, as you're fixing the DCEU, you know that there's a thing at the end. Which is Justice League 2. I think that's how you can do all that stuff. 
Um, and as I said, you know, in terms of Green Latin, Green Arrow, and Blue Beetle, and all these other characters, those are your next bunch of characters. You know, you do you sort those out later. Obviously, I'm bringing up people like um, Harley Quinn, Huntress, Batgirl, uh, all those characters because they're currently happening. You know, like a Batgirl film is happening and all that kind of stuff. So I was just thinking about how you could just just keep keep all that stuff kind of going. But then fix your Justice League and your DCEU knowing that a Justice League 2 is happening. Um, and Return of Superman, fixing Batman, all that stuff. I think that's how you do it. It's a lot of stuff to figure out. So it's, it's a lot of stuff to figure out. Believe me, this... I mean, announcing this stuff is easy. Obviously, finding the right people to do it. The right directors, writers, uh, scripts, people. And sorting out who's playing these characters. Um, but you don't need to just say, scrap everything start again you you don't really need to do that because there's some things you can keep here and some things that are looking good but just not enough of it um but the dceu is in a weird place right now but i just thought it, it made sense to do this now now that we have different people potentially in charge who could be more capable of making these better decisions um and you know maybe my plan here there is flaws in it i, I would i would accept if there is but it's at least a a way to fix some of it, I suppose. So, um, right. So let's go through these and just most and least likely. Point one: so fire anybody responsible. The the law. I've already started doing that. Uh, so that's likely that you do that. Whether you get rid of every single executive and person behind whatever, I don't know if you get all of them out, but you're at least in the process of doing that because you've already had like Anne's left and all that kind of stuff, and you've got a new. You know, David Zasloff there. So you've already started doing that, which is good. Uh, the Superman stuff, they did say in that article that, like, they want to do something with Superman. So in terms of if it's Henry or not, I really honestly have no idea. Um, I'm just going to say 50-50 on Henry coming back. But the, likely, the likeliness of a Superman film in the way that I'm describing, apart from aside from the other two films that we're maybe getting, I would say likely. Just because the way that they spoke about Superman recently gives me a bit more hope, I suppose. Um, and here's the symbol of hope. So, number three, figure out what you're doing with Batman. Um, I really don't know how that's going to go. I, I don't think we're going to fully see the results of that choice until we've had all the, the all the Batman films. But given how quickly and it it did uh, like it did happen very very quickly. Given how quickly when Ben said like, okay, I'm done. I'm handing the reins to somebody else. The process of like how quickly he was not recast specifically, but replaced and put in a Batman film, with how quickly Robert was brought in, I wouldn't be surprised if like once once the the dust has settled, I suppose is the phrase, with what's going on with Ben, what's going on with Robert, the Robert trilogy. I wouldn't be surprised if after the Robert trilogies happened, you very quickly get another announcement about Batman um, or what's kind of going on there. Again, you don't need to specifically recast him because you do have Robert. It just depends whether or not you use him. So I would say likely with that one. I would say likely with point three. Uh, number four with the Wonder Woman stuff. Um, my prediction is that uh, obviously Patty is writing the film and directing. I think it will be an average to bad film. Um, in terms of keeping Gal Gadot around, I, uh, I would like to say likely, 
I think for Gal Gadot, once you've got Wonder Woman 3 out and see the state of like Warner Brothers and Discovery and what's going on, depends if she wants out or not, because she's the key factor here. Gal Gadot. Um, I think she sticks around. I think she sticks around, so I'm going to say likely with that. Um, the team-up film with the three of them. Uh, so once you've settled your Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, the likelihood of that happening... It depends what films you want to make. Because that depends on if you actually want to do this idea. Or if you just jump them into a Justice League film. But that comes with its other problems. So I'm going to say least li- uh, unlikely with that. Just because I don't know if you'd specifically have those three characters in a film. That doesn't mean... The, like my point as well with that. If you do that and you include like a Marshall Manhunter character or something. That still counts because you've still got your Trinity in there. But having your Trinity is like... Obviously you can have like Lois and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, but I would say unlikely, just because my idea there's a bit more specific. So yeah, uh, number six recasting Lex Luthor and Joker. Um, well, in terms of the Joker, obviously we're gonna have Barry for a bit. We don't know specifically how he's gonna be used. In terms of Lex Luthor, I mean that would require them to do a Superman film because I don't know where else you would put Lex Luthor. Um, so I would say likely with an in terms of Lex Luthor being recast, I would say likely. Um, because I don't think you bring Jesse Eisenberg back necessarily. Uh, but in terms of Joker, no, I, I suppose it would be no, unlikely until you figure out what what you're doing with Batman after those three films. Because again, you've got Barry in that role, so uh, that's a half and half thing, literally. Uh, number seven, uh, what what you do with Ezra and Amber, likely or unlikely. I think it's likely that they both get recast. I I think that's likely. I think it's more likely with Ezra and slightly less likely with Amber. Because we have to see how all of that settles once all the court cases are all done and stuff. But I think that's likely in terms of digitally replacing them and whatnot in the Aquaman 2 and the Flash. I have no idea. I... I... Hmm... Uh, I have a feeling that those films are just going to come out with those two people, with Ezra and with Amber, and Warner Brothers are just going to ride the storm with PR. Again, you can get away with doing that with Amber, but I don't know how you get away with doing that with Ezra. I really don't. Um, But in in terms of recasting them, yes, I think they'll both be recast. But replacing the two of them in the films that they're currently in? I I, I don't know. Obviously, I have a suggestion as to what they could do. Uh, so again, a bit of a 50-50 one, but recasting, yes, I think they'll both be recast. Uh, the Ezra, the Ray Fisher thing, I would say unlikely. Um, the Ben Affleck thing, I would say unlikely. Again, those are two sort of like pipe dream type ideas. Gotham City Sirens film, I think that's likely actually. I think that's that's likely. Um, again, I don't see a reason as to why you can't do that film. I I, I can't figure out why you can't do that film. And again, hopefully you've got people in charge that are actually competent and can do those sorts of things um you will have the three actresses active as those characters uh so i don't know why you couldn't do that and i've heard some little murmurings and stuff of these of warner brothers wanting to do that so i'll say likely uh 11 news flashpoints soft thing uh, soft uh reboot i think that's what it's supposed to be doing anyway so i'm going to say likely 12 um black adam shazam 
I think it's likely that there is no appearance of Superman in those two films. In terms of if you give hints or whatever as to Superman's return, um, I mean, we have a few, literally like a few months until Black Adam is out. Uh, I don't think there's anything in Black Adam relating to Superman. So I would say, whether you want to apply it least or most or least likely. Uh, but in terms of Superman appearing in those films, making references to him, I would say unlikely. Uh, just because, again, things with that are a bit more settled. I did hear the other day that Black Adam's going through a couple of reshoots. But again, whether you get Henry back or new Superman and you like put him in a little 10 second scene, I, I still don't think so. I still don't think they're doing that. Uh, Batman Beyond film, Michael Keaton. Um, again, old Warner Brothers are incompetent. There's no way that they do that. Um, new Warner Brothers. I want to say likely. I want to say it's likely that Warner Brothers do um, a Batman Beyond film. But we have to see what happens with Batgirl and The Flash first. Because who knows? Maybe he's in Batgirl and The Flash and then he just leaves after that. He might do. So, again, would be a massive missed opportunity, but uh, you could have, like, him be there to kind of pass the torch-ish to Batgirl, and then he leaves, maybe. Uh, so I'm going to say unlikely. Justice League 2, Justice League 2, let's ignore the third one for a second. Is it? Do, do I think it's likely or unlikely that we get a Justice League 2? Um, again, old Warner Brothers, they already told you that they're not going to. New Warner Brothers. I want to say likely. I just get a bit of a better sense, even from the small bits that we've read and heard from this new leader and, like, new, new tidbits of information, I'm more positive on the new direction. Just Just from the little things, the little things that we've been hearing... About what they intend to do with DC. As a brand. Is, are, are, are better statements. And better little bits and pieces. Than what we've heard in like the last 10 years. From Warner Brothers. When they speak about. When, when Warner Brothers just makes general statements. About what they're doing with DC. Um, So just to put the positivity on that. Um, I could be wrong. I'm going to say likely. Um. So I'm gonna yeah put 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 it on the line there. I'd say likely. So anyway, uh, long episode, good episode. I enjoyed doing that. Um, and you know, I I, I just want to say again, you know, as much as I said before about like DC's kind of sucked and stuff, and Warner Brothers is incompetent and whatnot. I want Warner Brothers to succeed. I want to see good films, good, well planned, thought out films, good, well and thought out films. Yeah, from. Warner Brothers regarding DC because when I hear about future things that Warner Brothers intends to do with DC I want to look at whatever screen I'm reading them on or whatever video I'm watching about any of those announcements I want to look at whatever those announcements are and be like that's a cool idea that sounds good or hmm that one might be alright at least as opposed to reading certain DC announcements and being like, "Oh God, what what are you doing? 
kind of thing or just being completely puzzled and thinking why are you doing that um i i want to be seeing that happen um it's going to be a long road to fix things and look that doesn't mean that like the next because we've got these next four films right or the next four cinematic films flash in no particular order flash black adam aquaman 2 shazam 2 obviously got batgirl as well i hope all five of them are great i really do hope all five of them are great those are the next like imminent films but uh and obviously that's a bit that all those five films are a little bit pre new warner brothers that they're the sort of old warner brothers films so for I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try to hold a bit more patience now when it comes to what. Instead of being like, "Oh God, what is this that you've said?" and "This makes no sense," and "Why are you doing this thing?" and and all that. Um, when there's no announcements to happen, I'm just gonna have to. You, we're all just gonna have to have that patience of like, the new people haven't all kind of come in. The new people, the old people, aren't quite all out yet. Um, I don't know what the first film will be that we'll see from the new like. The new Warner Brothers, if you want to call them that. Because um, we still have these five films on the slate. And Wonder Woman 3 is probably part of that slate as well. Um, and the Batman 2. But... It, it might take five, ten years. Um, and I said... Well, I, I did say this once on a... Because um, uh, me and Robert were talking on a Horizon Forbidden West stream. I was playing the game and he was watching my stream... And I think he mentioned that the new Miss Marvel trailer had dropped. And we were talking about that for a bit. And I was saying how similar how similar in tone it looks to things like Stargirl. And I said, I think Marvel's got an easy next 15 years of content. And I think DC is going to take 15 years to fix things. I might have been exaggerating with 15 years to fix things. I, I, I easily think that Marvel's got another 15, years of, 15, 20 years of content quite easily. Especially with X-Men and Fantastic Four being involved. And certain films that we've not even got to yet. That we know that are already announced. But um, in terms of fixing these things. I mean you haven't even really properly sorted out Superman. And when you haven't even really properly sorted out Superman. It's it's going to take you a while. It's going to take you a while. So it's going to take a bit of patience. A bit, a bit of you know whatever. Um... I'm not saying we won't see another good DC film for 5 to 10 years. Because the next one might be good. Um, but in terms of fixing what they're trying to do. We've got to give these new people time. So. Um, I, I, I've i changed my approach to. Hey if these new people say some stupid stuff. Or some bad stuff. Just give them a bit of patience. Because they're, they're new. You know. It's a bit like when a new manager gets into a football. Or like you know. A real situation. Ten Hag is going to be the new Man United manager next season. You can't expect him to be winning his first 10-15 games. It might take him a bit of time to get settled in. Figure out what's going on. Who he wants. Who he doesn't. What he's doing. Um, when new people get involved with a big thing like this. Whether it's a football club or a big brand like DC. You do have to give them time to figure out what works. What doesn't. What they're good at. What they're bad at. And how you can go about that. So I'm going to really try to take a bit more of a positive approach with DC in the future. Um... Yeah, and obviously there's the other side of things as well with the TV stuff. Um, I obviously didn't. Obviously, this was speaking specifically about DCEU. Uh, I think the Arrowverse is kind of done, but um, you've still got the other side like Titans and Doom Patrol and all this other sort of stuff. So, yeah, we shall we see how it all works out.
we'll see how it all works out. Um, anyway, I've spoken about a whole bunch of different things. Uh, so from the 14 points, do you agree, do you disagree? Do you think there's any points that you would tweak to make any changes to? Is there any points that you would bring up as to how to fix the, the DCEU? And look, if you want to simply write in and just say reboot it all, that's fine. If, if that's what you think. Um, I Again, I half agree with, with that. Um, and if you have the other opinion, which is that you think everything is working and you want to keep it all, you're very welcome to that, but that's really confusing to me. But again, whatever your opinion is, I'm not going to judge you. Whatever you want from DC, let me know what it is. Do you agree, disagree with the points? Would you tweak them? Any points that you would want to make? Write in, let me know. Uh, org, Twitter eTalkUK as a contact page and information in your show notes. If you're listening on the website version of the episode, you can use the big email box, which a lot of you use, which is great. You can carry on doing that. Uh, you can use the big email box on the website version of the episode or the clickable email name in your show notes. Just take your pick of what you'd like to do from there. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcasts, so take a look at all of those things for all of that. Um, so take a look at those entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk you can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find these podcasts either by just telling them or using social media etc etc Patreon $1, $3 level tiers add free podcast review options take a look at that as well if you'd like to for all those different things Uh, for your TV and your film news if you want to see what is announced on is going on with DC films and TV or just your TV and film news David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. Geek Town Radio episodes come out on Tuesday, so look out for those. Um, which there should be a new episode today, so look out for that. They might already even be out. Go and check it out. Geektown.co.uk, Geek Town Radio. Uh, for Bex, who's still streaming very regularly, I believe she returns Monday uh, with Tomb Raider and stuff like that. If you want to see her content across Instagram, Twitter and Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, you can go and follow what she's doing over there. If you want to see me on Twitch doing uh, different gaming streams and stuff you can find those over on UK over on Twitch for all that stuff. If you've missed any of those streams they're all currently archived on YouTube which is Entertainment Talk Plays for all that stuff. And if you want to see the dozens and dozens of game clips that I've got on the YouTube channel, just little game clips and stuff, same channel, YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.